With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Bridge on FM 96.9 The Game. Powered by Advent Health. Advent Health for Children's Day of Giving. That's coming up on December 13th. Your chance to help kids in the hospital this holiday season. Your donation stays local and helps cover gas and grocery bills for families with kids undergoing treatment. It's a great cause. Visit GiveForKidsToday.com to donate. Musical theme is what? Songs about being thankful, gracious, showing gratitude. Oh, that. Mm. I know this song. Yes, you do, but who sings Let me it? hear the chorus. Let me hear the chorus. You can Dear Casey, mm-hmm. can you please play some Judas Priest for me? <laughs> keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can Great TV psychic. Mm. Whoa-hoo. That's what friends are for. That's right. Uh. For good times and mm. bad times. Is that the hand, Daniel? Uh, great TV psychic, a uh, guy that wore a duck outfit on stage, guy that couldn't see him wear a duck outfit on stage, and woman that hung out with the Pips. It's very, very hung good out with actually. the Pips, Gladys Knight. <laughs> Kelly, how much work can I give him here? for pretty good, Daniel. <laughs> guy that wore a duck outfit on stage. Guy that wore a... <sighs> and a guy that couldn't see oh. him wear a duck outfit on stage. Duck. I don't That's know. him singing right know. now. The guy wore the duck outfit. He gave mm. Philadelphia its own freedom. Oh, Elton John. Okay. Okay. And what guy couldn't see him wear a duck outfit on stage that's a great artist? Stevie Wonder. Dionne Warwick to the name he didn't get. <laughs> I was actually going to say Dion Warwick. I tried to help you out there with Psychic. You, you were throwing too many. You, you, you got me all confused. You were throwing too many clues well, at me. there's four singers. All, what do you want me to do? getting all confused. Yeah, but the main singer is Dion Warwick. Come on. It's her song. No, is it her not? ego had her put her name on first. But it, it's not oh, her song. It's actually Rod Stewart wrote the song originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Okay. Speaking of Thanksgiving, Daniels, um, our you know our text question today, text uh-huh. talkback question, yeah. Thanksgiving traditions. Do you have any traditions that go on at the Daniels household? Yeah, we usually have a double elimination tetherball tournament going on in the backyard. Kicks off at nine, like, and the uh, like tetherball loser yeah. bracket gets going at ten thirty. We're back for the finals at four. <laughs> you don't have a tetherball. We used to in New York. Oh. When Dad built that tetherball court, oh, oh, man. God, plus you'd hit that ball so hard trying to hurt the other guy with it. And if you got your wrist caught inside the ball and rope there, you oh, get that burn rope, on it. Yeah. Oh, be fantastic. Uh, I don't yeah, know if we have, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, D 
deep tradition. It's just, uh, and it, I mean, tomorrow, I, I think I've said we got an early game. My daughters and their significant others are coming over, and uh, it's more of a lunch, and I love it. They'll be out of there by 3 o'clock. We'll be cleaned up and watch a little pigskin. Mm, okay. By the way, um, so, you know, I asked my. I ask this question every Thanksgiving because I think ham is better than turkey. And Kelly Kelly Velez and I agree that sometimes, and not all the time, people some people know how to cook a good turkey, all right? But a lot of times, the, the turkey, especially the white meat, will be you know, a little bit dry. You have to put the gravy on it to moisten it up a little bit. Um, whereas ham, you don't have to do any of that. Um, the question wait, is... Wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. I, I, I heard you this morning talk about this. Kelly, you notice when he brought up the ham, he goes, you know, you get that honey-baked ham. Yeah. You think that's plain, Chief? There's a reason why it's called honey-baked ham. You didn't realize what they're putting in that. Yeah, but you put yeah, but it it you don't have to put it on after the fact. It's it's cooked in, Daniel. Okay, just just it's, just, just at least you can do the same thing with turkey. ham. Okay, I mean you are adding, you know, and honey bake. Even I mean, a, let's start with even the plain ham. <laughs> even a plain plain ham is much more moist than turkey is. But anyway, somebody texted you've never had brined turkey. Ooh. I don't even know what that is. You don't brine your Chicken or turkey? I don't. I, I don't even know what brine is. What What does that you ain't mean? Live no lie. Do you brine yourself little turkey chicken? It, it it basically when it help you out. It, it's kind of a salt water. It allows it to sit in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then if you cook it, 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 it will be juicier. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's like a, a salt water marinade sort of thing. Yeah, sort of. And 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 okay. uh, yeah. We're making our turkey tonight. Well, we got to catch it first. It'll be running free in the backyard, and then my wife and I will wrestle that thing down about 7. <laughs> Defeather that by 9 and have that thing going by 10 o'clock. Have you ever, have you ever had wild turkey? The drink? Seriously. The drink no, or no. the... No, no, no. Have you ever had eaten a turkey that's been shot? Like a, a wild... Well, not, not, not one of these farm-raised turkeys. I know, but you know me, I... I don't believe that I, I, I ever eat an animal. Someone just says that's chicken or that's turkey. <laughs> so the answer to the question is no. Wild turkey's not nearly as good as the old butterball at Publix. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Well, that's what I've okay. got. I just believe that somebody made that, wrapped it in a plastic <laughs> wrapper, and said, here you go. <laughs> wow. All right, so we just had Orlando City oh, owner. What's your thoughts? Do you think when like they showed up at the first, uh, you know, the first Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. the Pilgrim and Indians, do you think someone's like, Turkey, man, because I, it, I mean that's why we have turkey. What if they showed up with like calzone? You know, would we be doing that every <laughs> Thanksgiving? It's like, oh, you guys brought turkey, and, and, and had your feeling like because they had to hunt. They had to hunt for their food. That you don't hunt for calzone. The hunt Kelly, the turkey down. Kelly, first Thanksgiving, you think if somebody said, "Hey, let's just Uber eat some stuff in," what do you guys want to get? Hand out a few fast food menus and so forth. Give some variety. Easily. And said, John said, hold on, I'll be back. And then he comes back with this blood-dripping turkey. And because of that, we eat turkey every Thanksgiving? A little variety on the was, way here. <laughs> I may be getting my history mixed up. Was Pocahontas at the first, was she involved in the first Thanksgiving at all? No, she or was no? in L.A. at Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> The best now, part about she... that video of Dion is, like, he's genuinely surprised. Like, wait, 
Really? Mount Rushmore is not in L.A.? Like, genuinely surprised. Like, no way. Are you kidding me? We asked the poll question, how many, how many American, adult, no, how many Americans in general, adult Americans, do you think know that Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota? 34%. No, is that, is that an honest answer? I, I think two-thirds, I, don't, I, I, I think, think most two of them are like Americans Dion. have no idea, two-thirds have no idea what state, but I do think 90% would say it's, or 98% would say it's not in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where he got the L.A. thing. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I don't know if Pocahontas was at the first Thanksgiving dinner. I think she was, wasn't she, wasn't she dating one of the pilgrims or something? John Smith? Was he a pilgrim? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think well, she John was dating. Smith, I, 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 in fact, sarcasm aside, I'm right about John Smith connected to Pocahontas, whether they were dating that night. Yeah, I, I think John Smith was a pilgrim, so right. therefore... So, Kelly, that's what happened. John goes out to get some food, and they're John. waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden the Indians and the Pilgrims have a little game of football, and that's why we have football Thanksgiving, too. So. Incredible. Although I think John Smith and Miles Standish were sort of fighting over Pocahontas. He was a good rush end, though. He put a lot of pressure on the Indians. <laughs> no, Miles Standish was like the, he was like the, I think he was like the mili- the captain of the, the, mili- the Pilgrim military, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Boy, kids, you've learned a lot today, huh? If you're listening right now, Mom and Dad, you just feel like you've learned a lot. All I remember is when we were studying the Pilgrims back in elementary school, I remember the name Miles Standish, all right? That's all I know. I don't know if he was actually dating (laughs) Pokemon. What about me asking Mark Wilf about Josh Dobbs? i got to be honest. I kind of was impressed, Mike. What? I kind of was impressed by that. You were? It's not every day someone gets to ask the owner of an NFL team about picking up his quarterback and his fantasy team. I think it's right. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of impressed, a little bit jealous. I'm going to be honest. Plus, he he knew who I picked up too, didn't he? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he knows probably Justin Jefferson wasn't available to most leagues, so he probably by process of elimination knew that. But yeah. Speaking of that, what about Justin Jefferson telling all the fantasy owners to shut up yesterday? He'll come back when he gets back. <laughs> Final few weeks, Mike, jockeying for the playoffs for a lot of people. Here. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Yeah. You also heard the Bulldog ask uh, the owner about the contracts, Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you, what what were your thoughts on his answer? Well, I look, he gave you an owner's answer. But I do think you pushed him at the end by saying, do you expect it to get done? And he said yes. So at least you have that. And you know whether it costs him more money because he now has more leverage, that's, that, that, that's on Mark Wilf. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure if they really want to keep him, they will keep him. I think Oscar likes what he has here now. Does it mean that you don't listen if somebody throws an insane amount of money your way? But I think he feels like he's got... Uh, not just a good so, team, but I think he likes his management structure. This is a much more peaceful ownership group that I think is giving him a little bit more comfort. So you think you think that they just put off the contract sign to see what happened this year? I don't know um, if there are specific reasons. Um, you know, soccer is a, it is different than other American sports when it comes to managers or we call them coaches. Um, 
it's crazier. I mean, just go look at the inter, uh, you know the European leagues. Um, so it's not shocking that you don't sign somebody to an extension or you allow someone to go to the final year of a contract. Um, so I, you know it, it's a little bit different. And maybe the Wolf family is like, look, he's done a great job. We don't want to rush and throw something on the table that you know maybe they're not going to be as good. Or, or let's see. And again, Mark Wolf's been in this a while, and if the Wolf family feels like, okay, we could have signed him for X, but it's going to cost us this, whatever. That that that, that. like like it matters to them, Daniel. Right. Like, I'm just saying. It, it, you know, I'll make up a number. If it ends up costing them an extra five million dollars, the family's going to be fine. Um, and, and I do think again that Oscar, not just coaching this team, I think he likes the 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 management structure around him and what they're building. Where I think previous ownership was not as good at the current structure of uh, uh, its soccer operation, and I think he believes he's a chance to to win. Now, is this the ultimate job for him? Probably not. That's not criticizing Orlando City or MLS, but I think he's happy here. What do you mean it's not the ultimate job? Like a player. I think you want to uh, perform at the highest uh, uh, possible. So uh, he wants to go to, to the English Premier no, no, League or something? I, uh, what, what, what manager doesn't desire to compete at the highest level? And the le- it, it's no different than players. The level he was at before, Daniels, Oscar talking about, he was in. He was uh, coaching a team in the in the the, the high Mexican league, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where, where does that league rank in comparison to MLS? Oh, it's 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 closer. Um, and from a business standpoint, Mexico wishes it had the structure of MLS. But as far as the quality of competition, it's been better than MLS, but that's changing significantly. Uh, if you're talking about the top elite leagues in Europe, MLS is not in that category and, and, and okay. may not get anywhere near there. And again, I'm not saying he wants to leave. I'm just saying like any player, you know, from a monetary standpoint or a competition standpoint, would desire that. But maybe Oscar's at a point of his career and life that he wants some stability and likes what he has here. See, that's what I... I was wondering if Oscar actually didn't want to sign a new deal because he maybe he wanted to look around after this season. And right? that may be the case where, yeah. you know, maybe it's more of him saying, guys, look, I, I, I'm, I'm good. Let me finish out the year. He's not talked about it publicly. No. Um, I mean, he, he's been asked about it, but he's he gives the same answer that Mark Wolfs gives. Right, right. Now, again, he... he He's never coached in uh, Europe, and I'm not saying he he wants to. Um, but maybe he maybe he's the one that's been more of the let's finish out the year and go from there. All right, coming back, football, football, football to talk about, and of course the Orlando Magic. We're going to get into all that, but first, let me tell you about a perfect holiday gift for yourself: the gift of vitality, the gift of energy. I'm talking about the Aspire Rejuvenation Clinic. I didn't have any vitality about a year ago. I didn't have any energy. I had low sex drive. I heard about testosterone replacement therapy at the Aspire Rejuvenation Clinic. I signed up, started getting treated. About three weeks later, boom, everything changed. 
My workouts at the gym were unbelievable. I started losing the belly fat that you start getting once you get older. My sex drive was like I was a teenager again. Once you get into your 40s, 50s, 60s, even your 30s, you start to lose that testosterone. Find a place where you can get it replaced, a place that's reliable that you can trust. That is the Aspire Rejuvenation Clinic. Check them out at AspireRejuvenation.com. That's AspireRejuvenation.com if you want to feel like a younger version of yourself. They want to hear the Thanksgiving song. Uh, oh, don't put this is the. This oh, is this a, is terrible. This is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy. Uh, Daniels, how bad is this? Turkey, uh, <laughs> not funny. He's uh, love to eat. He's a really wealthy guy that makes a lot of bad movies, but uh, there seems to be an audience that likes that. Apparently, I don't dislike Adam Sandler. Oh, I like Adam Sandler. I just hate this. You know, just like I like Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, but I hate the doggone girl. Well, that's just ridiculous. By the way, I was afraid this was going to happen uh, from the text line. Um, yeah, I I made a mockery of a, of history. John Smith and Pocahontas were at Jamestown. The Pilgrims were at Plymouth Rock. They were they were years apart. Daniels, Mike. Eventually, the two conferences merged anyway. And yeah, and in real both, time, both right there. Deal. Yeah, yeah, both right there in Massachusetts, yeah. right. I mean, we. I mean, we used to have the Southwest Conference. Then we had the Big Twelve. It's. It, I mean, at, at some point, everybody joined the SEC in Big Ten. Jamestown isn't Matt. That wasn't Massachusetts, right? It's all in the same area. It's <laughs> yeah, near LA. It, it's near LA, and by the you know by the president thing. Yeah, the Mayflower though was the Pilgrims. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay, pretty sure. So those are the moving bands that took the Colts in the middle of the night. <laughs> All right, Daniels, uh, real quick, the college football playoff. Um, you know, Washington jumps over Florida State. And, and of course, why don't, why don't people just realize that that was going to happen anyway instead of, like, trying to contrive this, oh, Jordan Travis got injured, so they dropped Florida State. Well, that's not what happened. Why, why, don't, why does that have to even be a topic? Well, I, look, I understand why it's a topic, and we have to continue this after the top of the hour break here. Um, but I, I, I believe Boo Corrigan last night, and and I don't think the committee spent a lot of time uh, right now uh, debating Jordan Travis and Florida State. I think it was more like you said about Washington and the body of work. And we'll continue this point in a moment for the audience in Tallahassee. You want to keep listening to Mike and I? Go to the iHeart app and search ninety six nine the game, and the bridge will continue. Uh, let's pause first for station identification. Daniels. Mike, I actually think that, that you know, the committee uh, shows some of the same voting tendencies of the Associated Press and the SIDs that make up the coaches poll, um, and, and why I still believe that, that brands will always get greater value. You can make the argument that the committee is stuck in the sense that they were able to go, hey, we can put Washington at Florida State. Mike, you can sell the body of work. They should be number two behind Georgia. They have a much better resume than Ohio State and Michigan as far as who they played. You could absolutely make the argument mm. that Washington yeah, good is good points, but, especially but, Michigan. Yeah, but they're caught in the, well, you know, a little bit about brand value 
um, and things like that. But I don't think that was about Jordan Travis. I think you and I, for a couple of weeks now, have said, hey, Washington's schedule is going to end up being a benefit uh, to them. But as you've pointed out, a couple things took place that, that I think helped Florida State's a campaign, although you and I believe if they win the next two weeks, they're going to get in. Clemson got back into the top 25. Bingo. And Louisville, if they hold on and hold on, if they beat Kentucky, it's going to be a top 10 team when they play Florida State. And if Florida State beats them, we'll stay in the top 25. If they lose to Kentucky they and then lose to Florida State, they may drop out. But they're going to benefit from that uh, as well. And again, someone's going to lose in Ohio State and Michigan. They're going to fall behind Florida State if, if FSU wins. Now, how far they fall, that I don't know. Well, and plus, if Michigan loses, there's no way their fault. They're going to be above Florida State. College football playoff wants nothing to do with them in the in the Final Four. No, well, right? Careful. There, 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 there are about four teams that guarantee massive ratings, and they're one mm, of them. Yeah, but they don't. They don't want that. How about the committee with Tennessee ranked still? Is Tennessee still ranked? I didn't go down that far. Tennessee is still ranked in the college football playoff rankings, and you're like, hmm, what 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 are we doing with resumes here? Uh they dropped three spots. Uh and, and, and they're twenty first in the country. Clemson's got the yeah. same record, but at least Clemson, you know, just comes off a nice win against North Carolina, but you're like, really? What what the SEC the SEC's good. Uh, well, you know, when you play in a Playing at SEC, that's a dogfight every week. Uh huh. So just, I mean, not that people need to make a big deal, but the best, the best Tennessee wins this year uh, are Texas San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, Texas A and M, and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last two weeks yeah. they've been outscored seventy-four to seventeen. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. Tennessee seven and four, Clemson seven and four. Wow. Okay. By the way, uh, <laughs> Jamestown's in Virginia, <laughs> Massachusetts. Anyway, like back so. then, state lines are really <laughs> yeah. You know, they were just, irrelevant back know. then. There was no states back then. How do we know it wasn't? Yeah, we don't even know what state it was in back then. Yeah. By the way, All right. um, uh, hold on. One other note. Um, because you and I have talked about this, and and I I respect what they've done, but the, you know the whole James Madison thing. Did you see what they did last night? No. They announced they're not going to sue the NCAA now over bowl. Oh, because they're not undefeated anymore. <laughs> Good lord, that's pathetic. Yeah. I mean, it was pathetic that they were gonna they were even thinking about suing the NCAA. In the statement release, it said. Uh, the loss changed the landscape in terms of the nature and timing of our legal options, including the diminished viability of a lawsuit against the NCAA. What, what, why would it change? What different... If you think you should be bowl eligible, why would it matter if the team's yeah. undefeated or not? Good God. What about the pandering attorney general up in Virginia? Did he, did he drop his threats to? Uh, on Saturday evening, following the game, we consulted with the attorney general and his staff, as well as our outside counsel. So, yes, he was involved in the process. Pandering. Everybody talks tough until it's like, well, what do you want to do? Huh? What? <laughs> right? Everyone will listen. Like, the coverage of that was, like, nonstop. And then it's like, oh, hey, they're, they're not going to sue. Didn't get the same type of energy when they reported that story, did you? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dan- 
Daniels, <coughs> Florida, Florida State this weekend. Mm-hmm. Talk about how the the mentality of the fan, okay? Yep. The the mentality of the fan, and maybe even the mentality of the media covering the teams. All right, there's and we and love Jeff Colhane, um, radio voice of the Florida State Seminoles. Mm-hmm. All right, and he didn't he didn't he didn't say this, but one thing he did say yesterday was, "Hey, Tate Rodemaker has a stronger arm." Than Jordan Travis has, he can you know he can fling it, he can spin it, all of that. <laughs> I think Florida State fans and Florida fans, we had Edgar Thompson on earlier saying, "Hey, maybe Max Brown gives the Gators a better chance of beating the Seminoles than Graham Mertz had." And I think there there is some Seminole fans who think, "Hey, Tate Rodemaker's arm, man." He can get it down the field to those great receivers, maybe even better than Jordan Travis. I think fans sometimes convince themselves that the backup quarterback may be even better than the original quarterback, Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of dinner tables will be convincing kids that Brussels sprouts is better than ice cream this weekend, too. <laughs> um, Let's not forget, there is a reason that they're, they're the backup quarterback. Right. I, I I laugh every time one of these scenarios happen. First and foremost, I wish Jordan Travis never got hurt. I enjoy watching him yes, play. Obviously. But it's always about the moment and the story. And when you have situations like this, you're like, hey, we're fine. And then you say all the things like you just said about Tate Rodemaker. And you're like, we're fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And And like you said, well, then why wasn't he starting? Well, you know, the other guy was uh, the other guy was what better? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, yeah, like good at everything? <laughs> yeah, like ran the offense really well? Yeah, but you know, um look, if Tate Rodemaker comes in and he's the hero, then people like you and me will praise uh the performance, but you know, it's even like and I think Edgar did a little bit of this um about Max Brown. Like, well, you know, mm-hmm. came in and 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 what ran the quarterback ran around? Ran. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you know where he was committed before he switched to Florida? No, he was at Central Michigan. Oh, that was his commit. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was. Uh, okay. You know, Jim McElwain began the recruiting process on him. Um. No, that, no, McElwain's been gone a while. That would have been no Muddle would have been there. So I had, no, nothing. I'm trying to figure out what the Central Michigan uh, 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 connection with none. But he was a Central Michigan commit, and so so you're telling me that the guy that was committed to Central Michigan now is going to come in and run the offense so well. But maybe it's about timing for Max Brown. Put up great high school numbers. I do think I do think there's a chance that Tate Rodemaker can come in and play lights out. I do with with the weapons around him. Right, uh, I think no, he no. can come in, and he, he and he does have a good arm. I mean, he he's not the, but, the near but, nearly as good all around quarterback as Jordan Travis, but he can drop back and throw it, Daniels. But you're saying what I and we said yesterday that the talent around him is going to make it an easier situation. Again, I, I'm sort of bringing the same comparison back when Daryl Mack came in for UCF. He had Mike. You remember that team? He had pretty good weapons and wide receiver and running back that were going to help him out um, and, and make your job easier. I do think 
that being on the road, regardless of Florida's record, but being on the road makes it a little bit more challenging for him. And if you're playing at home, you're not playing North Alabama, you're still playing an SEC football team. Um, And I just don't think Mike Norvell's game plan this week starts with putting everything on him. I think it is, let's run the ball until they prove they can stop it. We'll certainly mix in the pass, and and when we throw, we'll trust that we got some really good wide receivers. Um, No one's going to put this on him. But... Yeah, I, I agree. And again, I'm I'm not even suggesting that Tate Rodemaker is you know better than Jordan Travis or that Max Brown is better than Graham Mertz. But sometimes, Daniels, sometimes coaches do make mistakes. Sometimes coaches do just hey, let, let's go with the more established guy. And then when the other guy comes in, and I brought this up yesterday, Jeff Colhane. Kyle Trask in Florida. Nobody ever wanted to give him a chance. You know, oh, let's go with, you know, Felipe Franks, higher, you know, much higher recruited, you know, more of a prototype body, all of this stuff, stronger arm. And then, you know, he gets hurt and he was okay. But then he gets hurt and Kyle Trask just comes in and it's like the difference between night and day in the offense. Well, a and backup, that happens sometimes. No, it does, because the backup quarterback in college football is here from the National Football League. The National Football League, if you're backup, you're not as good as a starter. It doesn't mean a coach is always right. But in college football, it may also mean that you're an underclassman. Okay? I mean, you, you, you stockpile rosters in college football versus the National Football League. And I'm not disrespecting Max Brown. He may just need a chance to come in and play. But, you know... Uh, ask these coaches, if given a choice, who would you like to start a quarterback in the game? And the answer is not going to be the two guys starting in the game on Saturday. <laughs> right, right. You know, that's the no big question. difference between the two. So, so um, we played a clip earlier from, from Gus talking about just JRP and what he's meant to the team, what he's meant for the program. I said this. I don't, If JRP had stayed healthy... And I know that's a big if, especially when you're playing college football, especially when you're playing quarterback. If he had stayed healthy, how how good would he? I mean, he's he's a good. We know he's a talented player, but how good could he have been? You mean this season, or are you talking about his time at UCF? No, just yeah. I mean, he was banged up at the end of last season. Hell, they probably won the conference championship last year if he'd have stayed healthy. Um, if just just his yeah. two years at at UCF. It would have you know been what I'm fun. saying? No, no. It, it would have been fun to watch him stay healthy. Um, uh, I do think if he doesn't get hurt last year that they 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 would have won uh, of the league. But, it, you know, it, he didn't. And I think this year it, it, it certainly impacted. And I don't think Timmy McClain's the reason why they lost some games. I think Timmy was fine when he played. Uh, but but you would have liked to have seen that offense have a healthy JRP running and, and mixing in the pass to, to, to see – what would have happened? You know the advanced numbers. When you take a look at at some things, um, his deep ball passing in most categories is number one in 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 the Big Twelve. Uh, part of that is also the ability of his receivers to go up and make catches. Um, and when people say he doesn't have a good arm in his touch, I, I could sit and throw numbers at you all day that you'd be like, oh wow, yeah. And people, I've never understood people who say he don't he doesn't have a good arm. I think he has. I, I I think he has a gun, quite frankly. Yeah, and 
you know, it, it, he's been the last two weeks, the, the Oklahoma State game, and even though his numbers were not great in the Texas Tech game, what I'm saying is he's been as healthy these last two weeks as he's been in the first game in seven-eighths before he got hurt at that Boise State game. You know, he, he played a couple of weeks just trying to get healthier, and I think he's been healthy. Um, and, you know, but he even said... He even said Monday, he's, I mean, he's still not 100%. He still wears that brace. Uh, and, right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, you would have liked to have seen uh, what it would have been. Is it the difference of three more wins? I wouldn't say that. Is it the difference of one or two? Maybe so, and you have a much different perception of it. And then the other thing that I don't think a certain group, not everybody, a certain group of fans still don't understand, it is the quality of the opponent. You know, I, Mike, on, on um, Monday... We did Gus's radio show because the holiday week mm-hmm. and everything. And I had um, Lakai Paule, who now is playing center, who's played every position mm-hmm. in the line, and Traymon Morris Brash, the defensive end. And I asked both of them on air and I talk off air about the quality of the competition. First, uh, first thing they said is, hey, it proved to me that I can play against this level of competition. Guys that came here when UCF was a G5 school. But then they hear them talk about the quality of the lines that you're going up against. And the, and, and the level of competition. And I think people still don't, some, do not comprehend what that means. And that includes John Rice playing against those defenses and R.J. Harvey running against them and vice versa. And the grind of a nine-game conference schedule. Um, and, you know, that is a, uh, uh, that's a jump. It's a challenge. By the way, I, whether you put value in this or not, you know F, uh, uh, ESPN's FPI, their football power index? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, UCF's a top thirty team in that. Wow, I think you, even though they're they're, they're you know they're, they're, they don't have a good Big Twelve record, I still I don't know why I still think they're a good team, Daniel. I well, do. I think to some degree, what the advanced metrics tell you is that they are a good team. That right now, where they're competing, it comes down to a few of these plays that they're not getting that ends up. Um, you know, going against them. Here, uh, FPI, they're 28th, okay? Um, teams behind them include teams that they played, including Texas Tech, Kansas, Iowa State, that didn't play, Oklahoma State. Uh, the Gators are 38th in FPI. Part of it is the quality of schedule um, that they played. And that doesn't change your record. You're 5-6. and six. I'm just saying when you look at some of the advanced metrics, this team has been in so many games. A healthier JRP, maybe that's the difference. Um, but again, you are what your record is, and and you got to accept that. We come Fair back. Enough. Can I can I read a couple of quotes of Jim Mora, the Connecticut head coach, to you? Yes, and I also want to give you some kudos when we come back. All right, we come back. The bridge continues. Brought to Advent Health after timeout. Let's enjoy the soothing sounds of Sade. That's that sweetest taboo. Wow. Okay. By the way, can I just um, kind of add one more thing as I went back and, and I just want to look up. And this is not a criticism. It's just people throughout the year might talk about quarterbacks and at UCF were evaluating former night quarterbacks and, and, and their seasons. Mm-hmm. 
And Mikey Keene's under Fresno State team that went eight and three. And I'm again, I'm really happy for Mikey and Thomas Castellanos. Boston College are going to a bowl game. Higher quarterback rating, Plumley. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, highest passing rating, uh, Plumley one, Keen two, Castellano three. Uh, QBR, Plumley twenty sixth in the country, Castellano sixty first, Keen eighty second. In in, yeah. in in the measurement of metrics for uh, the quarterbacks, and you want to compare them all you want, one played against. Tougher competition, and UCF schedule is significantly stronger than Boston College schedule, which is something else people leave out. It's still a top thirty schedule right now, and Plumlee's numbers are better. Yeah, to me, it's not even a question. I think JRP, and and maybe I'm foolish. I think he has a skill set that he could be an NFL quarterback. I do. Uh, maybe I'm out to lunch there. I, you know, his size would be a factor. He's not the tallest guy in the world, but still. I do. Speaking of UCF, though, Daniels. Yeah. I forgot to ask you about this. So I wrote a column a couple, a few days ago, and I talked to Jim Levitt, okay? Did an interview with Jim Levitt. Yeah. What about Jim Levitt is like, you know, you knew he was at the uh, UCF-Oklahoma State game. So I had an extensive conversation with him. He was just raving about UCF's leadership you know, with Hit and all those guys and how they had a clue. He threw Judy Genshaft under the bus. The former USF quarterback, said she, or former USF president, said she didn't really have a clue about how to, you know, how to lead a football team into the big time, any of that stuff. Did you read that column? What did, what did you think about that? I always read Mike Bianchi's column at OrlandoSentinel.com. Thank you. Thank you. A, Thank you. Uh, avid uh, reader. Plug. Um, I've heard... Several times uh, in, in in recent years, uh, Levitt quietly praised uh, you know UCF, and I think his point was then as it was to you is that everything that UCF is enjoying now, South Florida should have had. His point was that, and maybe he expresses to you in things that you didn't write about that the opportunity was there, and his. His university didn't perhaps recognize that and decided to get a little bit lazy and just assume, well, we're in a, you know, we're in the Big East, we're going to be fine, and then fail to take advantage of things. And I think his belief is, if he didn't have his issues and he stayed the coach at South Florida, he may be right that they would have been where UCF is, but they dropped the ball. And I've told this to people, Mike. Forget my bias. You know, you were there for the famous 2017 game. There's no reason why South Florida could not have kept pace with UCF, even though UCF had that magical season. South Florida had a great season as well. Um, But then it fell apart, and UCF took off. And I think Levitt's point is they have nobody to blame but themselves. And while they think they're playing catch-up by building a stadium and all these things, okay, but you have to hope that there is an expected... Uh, uh, that there is a round of realignment that nobody knows will or when is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Also wanted to give you kudos. You've been probably Jalen Suggs' biggest um, uh, media supporter in this city. And, I kept my stock well, in that. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you. Yeah. You didn't sell. You kept your stock. But there was a lot of people starting, you know, questioning Jalen Suggs. Well, I got to tell you, Daniels, I was one of them, and. 
man, the way he's playing right now, and we, you know, we always talk about patience when it comes to quarterbacks when they get to the NFL. Maybe it takes some patience for NBA draft picks as well. I mean, he ha- he 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 has battled injuries his first couple of years mm-hmm. in Orlando, and his defense is outstanding. And you know, hopefully he can keep shooting the ball he, the way he's been shooting the last few games. But he's play- he's probably been their best player, Daniels. Well, the thing. Uh... That I felt he still was going to do well was play defense. Uh, I thought even as a rookie, he was one of the best defensive rookies there. The injuries have been a problem. But I do think Jamal Mosley has really helped his confidence because of staying in the starting lineup and uh, believing that, hey, he he's he's got to play a big minutes for us. And while he is playing much better offensively, and I get it, people just look at box, uh, you know, box scores and determine somebody a good game. If you watch Jalen Suggs, his defense helps his offense. That 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 he 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 thrives off of that. And in watching him, even last night, you know, he'll make an excellent stop defensively and, and stop. It's just a guy missing a shot. Meaning, I'm going to force you to be uncomfortable and get rid of the ball, and it leads to a low percentage shot. And you can see a confidence standpoint and hitting some shots. And I think his teammates uh, really believe in him as well. So hopefully it's paying off. You know, my rule is by year three, you know what you have. And I was nervous because this is year three. I know what you have in Franz Wagner. And I hope that by the time we get to the end of year three, you know what you have in Jalen Suggs. But um, it was a good win again last time. We talked about winning the games you're supposed to win. And um, tonight's game's fun. Like, I want to see the Magic matchup against the Nuggets tonight. This is a fun game. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Jokic wants any of Goga tonight. I mean, okay? you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. And if you and if you got too much of that, we'll throw some Mo uh, your way. You want Mo knows, you know, so you don't want to deal with Mo. Or maybe we'll, maybe we'll put a little Ji on him too. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Yeah. All right. Before you go, can I read you Jim Morris quotes um, from his press conference? Okay. Yeah. Jim Moore is a coach at UConn. UConn in football has gone independent. It's almost impossible to survive as an independent. Uh, Jim Moore was out of coaching. He took that job, and last year had a you know good year for them. A little bit of a struggle this year. So he was asked by the press about competing. You know, moving forward, and, and I think next year they got four Power Five teams on their schedule and so forth. And he calls out everybody regarding NIL. He goes, you could go out and hire Bear Bryant. If you don't have the money to pay players at NIL, you'll not win. He says, if you want to compete against Liberty, James Madison, Boise State, Syracuse, Duke, Wake Forest, NC State, we're going to need about $1.5 million in NIL money. We haven't made anywhere near that. Um, if people want us to beat <laughs> those teams, they've got to step up and uh, show a commitment monetarily to get the players that can beat them. Because if we're not going to, we're not going to beat them. That's so. It's true. <laughs> it is. He just said, "You expect me to beat those schools if you're not going to provide any money for us to buy players and keep players? We're not going to beat them." He's just telling you the truth. Like, forget it. You guys tried to raise the money. You didn't come anywhere near it. We're not going to beat them. How about just giving us the same amount of nil money the basketball team gets and we can compete? Right. Listen. Sometimes you don't want the honest answer, and because uh, then some awesome. people are like, "Well, that you know." Why is he blaming? He's not blaming. He's telling you the truth. He's like, you know, we need some money. 
How many quarterbacks right now, before you go, how many quarterbacks, uh, like I'll give an example, and I know nothing, I'm just using his name. Michael Pratt's got a year of eligibility, the kid at Tulane, okay? Mm-hmm. Depending who you believe, Michael Pratt had people out there last year testing the waters. There may have been a school yeah, like Billy Napier. north of us in Gainesville that was among those looking. And, yeah. and, and they understood the market. And he chose to go back to Tulane, and he may lead them to a second straight New Year's Six Bowl. What's Michael Pratt worth in the open market, Mike? He's worth a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. He's worth a million no bucks in the open market. Yeah. Struggling struggling power five team that needs to turn it around. Absolutely. Or, or a good power five team that wants to stay at Mike, that level, Mike, right? Again, and this sounds unfair because Michael Pratt has said nothing about it. I'm just using an example. If Mike Norvell says, let's go get a veteran quarterback, that kid with that offense? Huh? Right? If that happened, I, th- I think Tate Rodemaker would finally transfer. <laughs> but, okay, in all due respect, though, if you're Mike Norvell and you look and say, I still think we have a team that can compete for the national championship, or, or anybody else, what's the market for that kid? He's going to make more, yeah. more than a million dollars if he wants to transfer. I agree. I agree. Peace, love, boil peanuts. Have a great show and a great Thanksgiving. You too, Mikey. Friday edition of the Beat of Sports is actually Wednesday it's a few Friday football features. Anyway, Wednesday edition of the Beat of Sports and this eve of Thanksgiving is next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.